How do we move bits and bytes around and how do we intelligently and deliberately think about analytics and data to enhance outcomes and value and create new opportunities is where as smart roads and smart infrastructure, smart buildings and smart power and smart energy all comes together. Welcome to the Stantec.io podcast, where we speak to our scientists, designers, engineers, and architects who are working with our digital practice teams to develop creative, technology-forward approaches that accelerate and improve our ability to solve the most difficult challenges facing our clients, communities, and industries. I'm Dave Roberts, and on today's episode, we feature Rick Hybricks, who will talk to us about our involvement with smart cities and smart buildings. Rick is a smart design leader with more than 25 years of experience as a thought leader and practitioner who helps solve the greatest challenges facing our communities today. He has extensive experience leading transformative digital solutions for businesses and communities in the public and private sector. He was awarded the Queen Elizabeth II Diamond Jubilee Medal for his transformational work in municipal innovation in Canada. Beyond his role in Stantec, Rick also serves in various teaching roles at Harvard University, George Brown College, and Toronto Metropolitan University. Welcome to the podcast, Rick. Hi, Dave. Thanks. Thanks for having me today. Great. So let's start off by learning a little bit more about yourself. Yeah, how long have you been with Stantec and what's your digital background? Yeah, Dave, um, I actually just celebrated my first anniversary with Stantec. Started about a year ago in the role of global lead for smart cities. And I got here through um, a career with Cisco in IT, uh, predominantly focused on digital transformation and how the world of the Internet of Things is going to disrupt industries, but also give us opportunities to reimagine experiences and outcomes for companies, frankly, all around the world. A big focus of my time was around what all this means to our built environment, to our buildings, and to our cities. And that now I've taken into Stantec, where we're trying to build on top of some of the amazing capabilities in infrastructure and buildings and water and environment. And across all those expertise, look at how digitization is going to help us deliver incremental value to our clients. Well, congratulations on your first year anniversary of Stantec. That, that's great to hear. <laughs> so um, yeah. when we talk about smart buildings and smart cities, yeah, what do we actually mean by the term smart? Yeah, you know, that's actually a good question because one could argue that the word smart is a little bit overused and uh, certainly not new. We've been talking about smart cities or smart industries for a long time, and it really stemmed from this idea of how digital technology and IT was going to disrupt everything. I think it's matured a lot and it's really starting to look at how do we apply smart thinking to smartly solve problems with smart partners and use smart technologies and digital capabilities to transform outcomes or deliver new outcomes and to achieve future-ready ambitions. And this applies to industries, retail and industrial, but to how we think about buildings, how we think about infrastructure, and certainly how we transform quality of life in our communities. So based on that, how would you describe the relationship between what's considered smart infrastructure, smart buildings, and then smart cities? 
Yeah, it's. Um, I think to many maybe looks a little bit blurry. It's all connected. It's all interconnected circles that overlap, if you will, and where there is common ground around policy, governance, digital infrastructure, digital infrastructure, not roads, but how do we move bits and bytes around and how do we intelligently and deliberately think about analytics and data to enhance outcomes and value and create new opportunities is where as smart roads and smart infrastructure, smart buildings and smart power and smart energy all comes together. So I'd say smart cities is almost like a little bit of an umbrella term because the cities is a complex network of systems from buildings to roads and parking and water and power. And the question is, how do we use solutions that come from this fourth industrial revolution, digital capabilities, cloud-based, artificial intelligence, blockchain? How do we use all those things to reimagine what we do and create future-ready communities that respond to and deliver innovative solutions and innovative experiences to all its stakeholders? Couldn't agree more. So what I'm really interested to hear your thoughts about is how is the digitization of the built environment providing greater value to people? And yeah, have you got any examples that you could share with us on, on where we've helped clients with this particular challenge? Yeah, we see digitization of infrastructure and buildings, frankly, happening right under our noses, right? Everything that is happening in our built environment from our thermostat at home, to our car, to even fire hydrants in our cities are becoming digital connected devices. But it's not really about the technology and the connectivity and the instrumentation. That's all techie speak. It's how we turn this into, as we said, value. How do we solve challenges and create new opportunities? Some of the key themes we'd be watching around this area is uh, things like how do we fight climate change and create environmental efficiencies? How do we create economic prosperity and create jobs and make sure everyone can participate? How do we move people and goods and data very efficiently and effectively? So how does this impact transit and mobility? How does it transform services and create new experiences that certainly our next generations are coming to expect? And then lastly, how do we create healthier and safer communities and places to work, live, learn, and play? So there's these kind of five anchor value propositions that I see our clients are all grappling with and looking at how technology is going to help them achieve that. A good example where we do this, and I think incredibly intentionally, is with the city of Markham. Markham is a city just north of Toronto. Markham has about 350,000 citizens living in them, and they are building about a 1,200 acres new mixed-use lead downtown area. This will be home to about, I think, 40,000 residents, more than 20,000 units, the new job creation, but 40,000 jobs. And they have very deliberately said, we want this to be smart, not for the sake of smart and technology and widgets and solutions, but we want to embed technology in the DNA of this community so we know it can deliver services and experiences to uh, the citizens. So they took a very 
focused approach to identifying outcomes and objectives first. And they settled on four. Improved mobility, fighting climate change and celebrating the environmental components of this community, frictionless services, and last, efficient city operations. They could look at 10, 20, maybe 100 more things, but they were very focused and say, these are what is going to set this community apart. And around this, we've built a strategy and a very clear roadmap, charted a path on how to apply digital capabilities and technologies to deliver value and create opportunities in these four areas. And we see cities and communities and developments around the world more and more looking for this journey and wanting to be on this journey to really take advantage of 21st century digital capabilities. Well, the Markham template really sounds like a fantastic approach to uh, building smart cities going forwards. But what do you think is the entry point for buildings and cities to be considered as being smart to begin with? I think there's five kind of key pillars that all need to work together. First, if it's a building or a city or an infrastructure for that matter, it has to start with the people. Realize that this is all about outcomes, experiences, ambitions, and the whole conversation has to be anchored in that. The moment a smart city discussion really starts off to talk about technology and IoT and starts to throw in these terms, I think you lose the citizens and you lose the real value and reasons why we're doing this. So number one, people first. Number two, I think has to do with creating collaborative ecosystems, realizing that a city or developer by themselves cannot do this and have to bring on technology companies, innovators and entrepreneurs, maybe academic partners, engineering design firms like ours and create an ecosystem of companies that can collaborate towards intelligently solving the greatest challenges and identifying and creating the best opportunities for everyone involved. Third then is removing barriers or creating governance and policy that creates the right conditions for innovation to happen. So this is how do we procure? Are we looking for low cost or are we looking for innovation? How do we manage risk or share risk? How do we deal with privacy? What happens to data that now becomes more freely available and people participating in these new experiences, sharing their data? You gotta nail those things down and start to break down some of those barriers in order to create the environment where smart city solutions and smart city opportunities can thrive. That leads to fourth, and it's only the fourth pillar, I'd say, where we talk about digital infrastructure. Just like we've built roads and water infrastructure over the past centuries, it's time to build a secure, scalable, and highly sustainable digital infrastructure that can support connected things and people with the right capabilities like uh, platforms and artificial intelligence and analytics can deliver the value we are after. But design this once, design this well, and prioritize safety and security of everything that rides on this digital infrastructure. And only then, that's the last step, we can start to look at smart city solutions. There's thousands of smart city solutions from sensors to parking systems to building systems and security systems. But 
it's very difficult for a developer or a community to pick where to start. But if we have the conditions in place and we can start to talk about triple bottom line, not just financial, but what impact these solutions have on social and environmental benefits and how they tie back to these ambitions we spoke of and the people's expectations, we now close the loop and have a very intentional approach towards becoming and remaining a smart city. I couldn't agree more. In fact, talking about pillar four there reminds me, I caught up with Jeff Albee at the end of last year where we, we talked about Stantec.io's Connect platform, which, as you know, is a, a machine learning cloud-based science and engineering platform that we have within Stantec. But how do you envisage us using that Connect platform to support smart cities going forward? Yeah, I see Connect, frankly, as a, an essential part of this digital infrastructure. How do we extract data from connected things? How do we manage data? How do we prepare data in a way that analytical tools can do something intelligent with it? I think our Connect platform is an, an essential component to the digital infrastructure on top of the, the routing and the switching and the, and the hardwired infrastructure the ability to connect things and make sense of this increasingly digitized world. On top of Connect, we can now much quicker implement applications and services that really extract the value of all those digital and connected devices and things and people. And so I see our Connect platform and add to it what we do with our financial asset management solution or our digital twin solutions. Uh, we have uh, citizen engagement solutions. There's so many incredible digital capabilities coming from Stentech that really, I think, anchor the journey of becoming a smart city and turn on the power or unlock the power of digital capabilities that uh, are built on our decades of experience of engineering and building intelligent communities. And as technology evolves in general, what do you think is the next stage for smart buildings and smart cities and how should cities start to prepare for this change? I think it's how our infrastructure, and I use that word broadly, our buildings, our cities, our, our roads, are going to respond to our needs. So it's not about monitoring and visibility and optimizing something, but how can our community respond to our changing needs and then predict what it is that we want or what it is that we need. And I think when we start to look at these new open AI solutions, the rapid advancement of artificial intelligence, I think we're just scratching the surface on the real value we can generate for the citizens and constituents in communities. But we really won't get there until we kind of put these ingredients in place, having a people first approach, being collaborative and having the right stakeholders, removing some of those barriers and looking particularly about security and privacy, because that's going to be key for a future connected city and building this digital infrastructure so we can really embrace and take advantage of these new solutions that I think are going to make our cities much more livable, much more responsive and truly intelligent and, and become almost invisible in a way, but to support our individual goals of improved quality of life, new 
economic prosperity, job creation, and so forth. So I think we're going to be much more one with our cities if we take technology to the next level. Lots of exciting opportunities going through this period in time. So if we wanted to learn more about Stantec's involvement with smart cities, what should we do next? Yeah, I'd say maybe maybe three things. One, I think we have some great messaging on our website, some good case studies where we kind of explain that this is a journey. Uh, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Uh, this is a journey every community needs to be on to start to kind of unpack what this means to them and to identify what conditions they need to start to put in place so they can take advantage of the onslaught and innovation that is coming at us. I also highly recommend to check out our Stentech IO website where there's incredible amount of information about some of the solutions we just spoke of. This connect platform or you refer to it as the city operating system, the, the heart of how all the connected things could work together, but also how we look at our digital twin solutions and our financial asset management solution, our FAMS and some other capabilities that are readily available to aid a community on their path towards becoming a smart city. And then maybe last, but maybe also not least, send me a note. I would love to engage and explore with those that are interested as to what is this journey going to look like? Uh, we have a team ready that can help chart this path and be very deliberate and intentional about what a strategy would look like and how to identify the right next steps for any community at any stage in this journey to really prepare themselves for a, um, a smarter and a more connected and an intelligent future. Well, thanks, Rick. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you today about how Stantec's involved with smart cities and really how we're helping our clients with their built environment challenges. So thank you once again for being part of the Stantec.io podcast. Thanks so much, Dave. I enjoyed it. Thank you for listening to the Stantec.io podcast. If you've enjoyed listening, please tune in to future episodes where we'll continue to explore how digital solutions are shaping our world. In the meantime, you can also visit our website at www.stantec.io for further information. <laughs>